Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at PNC Park, the Marlins opened up a three-game weekend series with the Pirates and a seven-game road trip that'll take them through Pittsburgh and Cincinnati late next week. In game one in Pittsburgh last night, Braxton Garrett, who's been really good, went opposite of the former Marlins, Zach Thompson. The big story of the night, would the Marlins some way, somehow, find a little offense? Well, a really nice start to this road trip for the Marlins in Pittsburgh tonight. Miami wallops the Pirates 8-1. They snap a long, lengthy, and extended scoreless innings drought offensively. They get off the schneid in the home run department, and they finish with a flourish on the mound. More on that in just a couple of minutes. But this was an all-around, well-played, well-put-together baseball game for the Marlins, and they are going to... Uh, need a lot more of these type of ball games moving forward, but you got to start somewhere, and this was a good start in that department for the Marlins tonight. Braxton Garrett went opposite of Zach Thompson in this ball game this evening. Let's take a look at the highlights from this one tonight. Braxton Garrett entered this ball game with a win in three losses to his ledger. Zach Thompson, the former Marlin, three wins and six losses. Uh, both of these two, in their last starts face these same exact teams. Zach Thompson was really darn good uh, for the Pirates in his last start against the Marlins last week. Uh, he did not uh, have such luck here tonight. Uh, and Braxton Garrett, well, we'll get to him uh, as we kind of let this uh, ball game unravel here on the post uh, post game show. But, boy, he was really darn impressive tonight. Now, both pitchers struggled early in this ball game. Top of the first inning, after Joey Wendell lined out the center field, Garrett Cooper walked and Jesus Aguilar singled. But after a fielder's choice uh, by Brian and off the bat of Brian Anderson, he, he grounded into a fielder's choice. Um, and Avi Garcia did the same thing. It ended the inning, and Miami left two on. In the top of the first inning tonight, they had a real threat in the first inning, but they just couldn't pull anything together. Uh, fast forward then to the bottom of the first inning in this ball game. Kevin Newman was down in the count, nothing and two, worked it back to a full count. Braxton Garrett walked Kevin Newman, then allowed a infield single to Cabrian Hayes. So two on, nobody out in the bottom of the first inning for the Pirates tonight. Well, back came Braxton Garrett. He got Michael Chavis swinging, Yoshi Sutsugo looking, and then the end of the inning, Diego Castillo. He struck out looking. So both starting pitchers in this ball game 
had a very laborious first inning, uh, but after that, really, for Braxton Garrett, he was marvelous. The Marlins went quiet in the second. So, too, did the Pirates. Miami was unable to muster anything around a one-out hit in the third, and the Pirates would take the lead in the bottom of the third inning tonight, courtesy of the leadoff man, Jason DeLay. Here's the pitch to delay. So we got a high fly ball hit pretty well deep down the left field line. Solaire in pursuit, looking up, and it's gone. The Pirates have a 1-0 lead thanks to Jason DeLay, who has hit his first home run of the season. 1-0 here at the bottom of the third. Not only was it the first home run of the season for Jason DeLay, it was the first in his major league career. So the Pirates had a 1-0 lead after three innings of play. Zach Thompson settled in after the first. Uh, Braxton Garrett settled in after the home run by DeLay. More on that in just a moment. Uh, but then he retired the top third of the Pirates batting order. In order, we would head to the fourth in a 1-0 game. Pirates led 1-0 after three here tonight. Fourth inning. Brian Anderson led off the fourth with a single. Avi Garcia followed with a single. Miami had runners on first and second with nobody out in the fourth for Miguel Rojas. Rojas swings and hits it in the air down the left field line. That's going to get down for a base hit. Rounding third and scoring is Brian Anderson. On his way to third is Avi Garcia. Pulling into second is Miguel Rojas. The Marlins dugout erupts. They have scored a run, and it's 1-1 one -one here in the fourth. After the Rojas RBI double, Jorge Soler bounced out to third. And then with Jesus Sanchez batting, the Marlins would take the lead for good, and they can thank uh, that in large part to Mr. Thompson on the mound. Next pitch is inside. It gets past the lay. It goes to the backstop. Here comes Garcia. Throw comes in towards the plate. It gets by Thompson. It's backed up by Newman, but Miami's got a 2-1 to lead on the wild pitch by Zach Thompson here in the fourth. Wow, and uh, as we now know, that would be all the run support that Braxton Garrett and his counterparts in the bullpen would need in this ballgame tonight. Jesus Sanchez ultimately would walk in that at bat, so he was on base for the number nine hitter, Nick Fortes. Next pitch is hit weakly towards third. Cabrian Hayes has it. Only play is the first. First, he lobs it to Chavis. Scoring from third is Rojas. And now Miami leads 3-1 to one on the RBI ground out by Nick Fortes here in the fourth. So 3-1 Miami at that point. Sanchez would move up to second on the putout that went 5-3. And with two outs, it was up two in the fourth inning. Joey Wendell, he uh, had a big opportunity here to extend this lead a little bit. 0-2 pitch to Joey Wendell. Here's a swing of the line drive into center field. Here comes Marisnik. He's going to have to play it on the hop. With two outs, Joey Wendell, an RBI single. It's 4-1 Miami. So, uh, after three scoreless innings to start this ballgame for the Marlins offensively, they tied a franchise record of 37 consecutive innings without scoring a run. The prior mark, the previous mark, 37, that was set back in July of 2013. In fact, that streak came to an end on July 22nd of 2013. The streak tonight, it ends in the fourth inning on July 22nd of 2022. Four runs, four hits, no errors, one left on for the Marlins in the fourth. The dugout erupted, and the Marlins had themselves a little offense. I mentioned that after the solo shot in the bottom of the third by Jason DeLay, Braxton Garrett would really settle in. He retired the side in order after the DeLay home run in the third. He breezed through the Pittsburgh Pirates batting order in the fourth. 
He went flying right through it in the fifth. It was 4-1 to one headed to the top of the sixth inning in this game tonight. Zach Thompson started the sixth. He would not finish it. Miguel Rojas bounced out to first to start the sixth. Jorge Soler singled. Jesus Sanchez doubled. The Marlins had runners on second and third with one out in the sixth inning for Nick Fortes. Fortes ground ball through the right side and a base hit. Soler will score on his horse rounding third is Sanchez. Throw comes in towards the plate. Sanchez crosses the plate standing up. It's a one out two run single for Nick Fortes. Miami's opening thing up, opening things up here in Pittsburgh tonight. It's six to one here in the sixth. And after Fortes, here came again Mr. Joey Wendell. Lefty set, here's the pitch. Wendell swings and hits it in the air, down the left field line, in pursuit. Gamble on the run. That's a fair ball. It hops up against the wall. Flying around third is Fortes. Throw comes in towards the plate. A catch and a tag, and they got him. That throw, Kelly, came into second, and then the throw from second. That was Newman, who just cut down Nick Fortes at the plate. Wow, what a play. All right, so Miami's going to challenge the call on the field. And here comes the call down on the field. Let's see. Wow, they call the blocked him at the plate. That's another run for Miami. It's a double and an RBI, and the Marlins now have a 7-1 lead. Oh, it's a wonderful job back in the studio by our guy Kai, by the way. That's not easy to cut all that up. The call at the plate was overturned. Fortes was initially ruled out. We did uh, have a violation of the home plate collision rule. It would go down as an RBI double for Joey Wendell, and the Marlins, after six innings tonight, had themselves a 7-1 to cushion. Uh, Zach Thompson, by the way, was out after the Fortes RBI double. That was Dylan Peters that coughed up the RBI double uh, to Joey Wendell. Zach Thompson tonight works five and a third innings of nine hits, seven run, all earned, two walk, two strikeout baseball. On the flip side of things for Braxton Garrett, uh, mentioned that he really settled in at one point. If you go back to the first inning of this ballgame, Braxton Garrett retired 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 18 of 19, and Braxton Garrett would go on to retire the final 12 batters that he faced in this ball game tonight. Garrett was done after six innings. Braxton Garrett, 79 pitches, six innings, two hits, a run it was earned. One walk and seven strikeouts. 7-1 Miami after six innings of baseball here at PNC Park tonight. Seventh inning, two outs. Nobody on. Miami trying to snap this nine-game stretch in which they haven't homered, and they had just the man to do it at the plate, Abby Garcia, to face Dylan Peters. 2-1 pitches, hammered high in the air, deep to right field. Mitchell's back, still going back, looking up. See you later. Avi Garcia, his seventh home run of the season. It's been forever since Miami's hit a homer. It felt like forever since they scored a run tonight. They're knocking all of this out of the ballpark, quite literally here in the seventh inning. It's 8-1 Miami. So how about that? Nine games without hitting a long ball. Check it off the list, folks. 37 consecutive innings without scoring a run. Check it off the list. We don't have to talk about it anymore. The Marlins uh, cap off a really nice night offensively with a home run in the seventh, thanks to Avi Garcia, his seventh of the season. And after six and a half at the seventh inning stretch tonight, the Marlins had themselves a commanding 8-1 to lead. Braxton Garrett done after six. 
Stephen Okert worked a perfect seventh. In the eighth, here came Dylan Floro. He worked a perfect eighth. It was 8-1 to one, headed to the bottom of the ninth inning. By the way, after Garrett was done, Okert came in, and when he was perfect, after seven, the Marlins had retired 15 in a row and 21 of 22. After Dylan Floro's perfect eighth, the Marlins had retired 18 Pirates in a row, 24 of 25. If Anthony Bass could be perfect in the ninth, that would be 27 of the final 28 in 21 consecutive Pirates in a row. Well, piece of cake, folks. Kevin Newman went down looking. Brian Hayes went down swinging. And Michael Chavis lined out to Joey Wendell. Miami retired the final 21 Pittsburgh Pirates that would come to bat in this ballgame tonight. 27 of the final 28 and the Marlins win this ball game by a final score of 8-1 to one here at PNC Park tonight. Take a look at the totals from this ball game. Uh, for the Marlins, 8 runs, 13 hits, no errors, and 5 men left on base. For Pittsburgh, 1 run, 2 hits, no errors. They leave just 2 men on base. Started this ball game at 7.06, finished at 9.47. Total game time of 2 hours and 41 minutes in front of 22,316 strong on this uh, Christmas in July night at PNC Park tonight. Really just a beautiful night for baseball here in Pittsburgh. 90 degrees at first pitch, uh, a slight breeze at 9 miles an hour, uh, but it was very, very comfortable. So uh, a lot of fun was had here at PNC Park tonight. Uh, Taking a look at the box score for Miami, Joey Wendell, three hits, two RBIs. Jesus Aguilar with a multi-hit performance. Avi Garcia with a multi-hit performance. Miguel Rojas with a couple of hits and an RBI in this ballgame. Jorge Soler chipped in, went one for three with a run scored. Braxton Garrett, six innings of two-hit, one-run ball. Okert was perfect, so two was Floro and Bass. Marlins win this one by a final score of 8-1 to one here at PNC Park tonight. Well, the question was answered last night. Would the Marlins find some offense? They explode. They beat the Pirates 8-1. to one. Before we hear from Don Mattingly, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with you on Marlins Rewind this morning. Let's hear from Don Mattingly after the Marlins blistered the Pirates in Game 1 of this series last night. Donnie, just uh, I got to imagine... A huge sense of relief after this one, just collectively for the team. Uh, just how good did that one feel? Not only to get the win, but more importantly to see the offense get some life back. Yeah, I think definitely Miggy getting that hit kind of opened the uh, hit a couple balls good early, but mm-hmm. you know finally crossing, getting one to cross, and um, 
I know the guys were relieved, and again, those are the kind of things they kind of just they grow on you, and then they seem to build. I'm just needing to get it, you know, get it behind us, and it, it was a pretty clean game. We swung the bats kind of good all night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we threw the ball good. Brax was good tonight, and you know, just one of those games that just went our way all night. It felt like. I don't think I've ever seen a dugout <laughs> go so crazy after scoring a run when Andy came into the dugout. I mean, understandably so, but could you collectively just maybe feel a little bit of a weight start to lift off the team throughout the course of the game? Yeah, I think anytime you go through what we've been going through where you get shut out three times in a row, I mean, it's just natural that it's like it, you, you feel it. And, and these guys read, uh, you know, the record or whatever it was to, that you were getting close to. I don't even know if we reached it or not. But the fact that we, you know, we kind of get on the board, we're able to get, you know, continue it too. Also, you know, it seemed like right after we scored, Brax just kind of got better and better. You know, it was quick innings, shut down, you know, right away. We were able to get back and, and kind of get back on the attack. Yeah, and uh, to see the way you guys did, because you mentioned again with the lineup being how they're saying, we'll have the power guys and for it to be small ball, a lot of station to station until the obvious home run in the eighth, to see if you guys are still able to manufacture it and, people get them runs a bunch of that way. Yeah, I think we wanted to just split up the same type of guy, try to put some guys in the middle of this thing that were, you know, put the ball in place more, do some different things so it's not so much one, you know, one guy after another that kind of looks like. Yeah, and you get the four in that thing, but then you also get another three spot to show that you're able, again, the, so that it wasn't just the one blip, that you were able to do it multiple innings to yeah, keep things going. Yeah, I think all night, you know, it seemed like we kind of kept swinging it, so it was it was one of those you guys kept going. And on the Braxton front, 28 pitch first inning gets out of the two on, no out jam, and then settled in. Just what what changed after he got those two on then to get out of that first without a run allowed in that? Pretty simple, right? He was heading to count all night. You know, and it's, you know, all the stuff that we do in baseball with all the numbers and everything else. But that good old-fashioned get-ahead-and-account changes things, you know, for the hitter. So he was ahead all night, I felt like. Chain speeds mixed his locations uh, and, and was pretty sharp after that first inning. A little rusty, it looked like, in the first. He walks the first guy. Uh, but like you said, he gets out of that. Uh, and then just kind of dialed in the rest of the night. Only seven, he was only at 78 pitches after six, reasoning to go with the pens, uh, potentially giving him a seven. What went into that? No, I, we could have let him keep going, but he's a guy that we're going to have to watch over the course of this, this year with the innings. Uh, and you know, had seven days off. It's like he's going to be on five the next time out. You know, in that kind of game, we got a whole bullpen out there that needed to – basically those guys that pitched tonight were all on five days. They needed a pitch. Uh, to get the rust off of them uh, after the break, so it kind of like everything kind of fit into a slot that said, "Hey, it's it's, you know, it's time to pull the plug." The Fortes played the plate, you know, eerily similar to Billy Hamilton. Were you pretty convinced that one was going to get overturned uh, with the blocking the plate? You know, once I seen the replay, I felt pretty good about it. Uh, I know the league's, you know, talking about this play a lot more, and, and that they've put a little bit more of an emphasis on not allowing guys to, to block it. So I, th- I think that made me feel like, because they hadn't been calling it all initially. Once they changed the rule, they never called it. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden it's like, you know, they're, I think you're seeing guys don't don't run the catcher over. They're going to slide, right? And so and in general, catchers have taken advantage 
And so I think the league is at least taking steps backwards to say, hey, we're not going to allow you to just take the plate away and not give guys give guys a lane. And then uh, Soler coming out of the game, uh, De La Cruz coming in for him. I know you've mentioned yeah, a little back stiff, some back stiffness, and uh, kind of continuing to what kind of the same issues that he had before. You can see it in his swing; it just doesn't look free, uh, and it doesn't look fluid. And so we'll see where it goes. We'll get some testing done and see where we're at. Tony, how important is it for a kid like uh, Garrett to stack two games in a row like that, to have a dominant outing, then come back and do it again like eight days later? Um. I mean, it's important. I mean, obviously, you see the same club. Sometimes that's hard to do. Um, so they, they've seen you once. You know, you get away with stuff. Second time, usually, they're going to be more prepared for you. Um, I think with, it's important just for, like, like Brax, not so much two in a row. It's been stacking them up pretty good. Like, it's been kind of consistent every time out. And when we go look at the game film, it's like this guy's hitting all different locations with different speeds and different movements. And he's, he's turning into hard to game plan for. And this is a guy that went basically from curveball, fastball, you know, a four-seam curveball. And now all of a sudden it's slider, it's, it's curveball, it's changeup, it's two, four, it's up and down, movement on both sides. So it's like all of a sudden as a hitting coach, you're like, I'm not sure where this guy's going, right? And it's hard to deal with. So and it, to, a credit, to his credit, he's been doing it. Uh, he did it in spring. Uh, we've seen the confidence, but since he's been back, he's he's been really good. We talked about the snap and the skid in the fourth, but with Abisayo Garcia, it was nine games without a home run for the team, and then he has that one there. You think that was just also a level of comfort being able to, you know, sometimes you don't want to force it when you're trying to get that first run, but then when you pour it on, you're able to to free swing. Is it kind of a little bit of that, or was uh, Abisayo look like he was having pretty good at bats, quality at bats all night long too? Yeah, he's been swinging the bat actually pretty good. And not not getting a lot, having a lot of success, um, but it, it's good to get that homer out of the way too, because that's another thing that gets written about. And um, I think all all that just kind of like comes together when you, you finally break that little little slumpier inner streak. Uh, just it just feels lighter all of a sudden, and I think you guys just relax just a little bit. That was Donnie after the Marlins beat the Pirates 8-1 to at PNC Park last night. Game two of this series comes your way at 7.05 tonight when Max Meyer will make his second big league start. He goes opposite of the veteran left-hander Jose Quintana with the air at 6.30 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.